Welcome to another edition of The Greater Work, the audio outreach of Christ Worker Ministries. Listen in as experienced employee and minister, Sean Gibson brings biblical insights to help you worship God both in and with your labor. Now, let's get to work. Thank you for listening to The Greater Work Podcast. I'm Sean Gibson. As we finish our series on rejection in the workplace, this last one, it's a biggie. Now, when we're talking about rejection from an existing or prospective business client, man, that can bring you to your knees. Having worked in sales for several decades, I've faced my fair share of rejection. By nature, when you're in sales, you're going to encounter rejection more often than most. And again, I'm not saying that you won't experience rejection in a different role, but from my years of experience... I've seen that sales definitely has a lot more than most. In looking at rejection from clients and prospective customers, I've learned to group rejection into a few groups when it comes to this. The first are reasons of enterprise, and this can involve maybe the customer doesn't like the price of a product. There's no time to buy right now. It's not the time, or it's the budget issues, that sort of thing. Product performance. What if you're doing a trial with a customer? They're trialing your product and it doesn't perform could also just not be the right fit for a customer. Maybe they had a previous negative experience with your company. Then there's another reason called favoritism as to why you might be rejected from this enterprise uh, sort of situation. The second reason and second grouping that I, I put together when we experience rejections from a client or a prospective customer is due to representative reasons, meaning there's something about you. Now that can be maybe a previous work history that you had with the customer or maybe it's your level of expertise. Let's dig a little deeper. Now in this first group, reasons of enterprise, how you process the rejection will come down to some basic business principles and your ethics as a business professional. Pricing and company budgets will always play a part in any business transaction. At times, regardless of how skilled you are as a negotiator, the deal will not make sense to either party and your prospective partnership will fail. Again, this can be a very normal part of doing business. In this same group, the performance of your product or service can be a big motivator for why a client decides to not partner with you. If your product does not meet their expectations due to maybe quality issues or it's an inability to address their needs adequately, rejection should not be taken personally. Now, please understand that it's not you that failed. It was something out of your control. Now, having dealt with this type of situation several times in my career, it's important that we pre-qualify your client and that we get a complete understanding of their needs. Now, if you promote your product or service knowing that it will not give your customer what they require or need, you're wasting their time as well as your time. But even worse, you're not representing Christ in the process. Now, the Bible says in Proverbs 3.13, blessed is the man who finds wisdom and the man who acquires understanding. Now, when you ask qualifying questions to determine if you have a solution for your customer, you also are allowing wisdom and understanding to come to you through their answers. Even if your potential client is not sure of what they're looking for, because you and I both work unto the Lord, as Colossians 3.23 encourages us to do, it's wise to be honest about what you can and can't offer your client, and don't make something up that's not accurate or true. Another form of enterprise rejection is when a customer will not do business with you because of a previous situation involving your company. Again, This is out of your hands. However, with prayer and consistent, good, positive customer service experiences, you may be able to turn your client's perspective around. 
Proverbs 3, verse 3 through 4 reminds us, Never let loving devotion or faithfulness leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. Then you'll find favor and high regard in the sight of God and man. Now, when you're faithful to God's standard and provide trustworthy service to a client, God says that you'll be favored. And because of this, your customer may transition into viewing your company a lot better because of what you've done and your faithfulness to God. Lastly, and this one hurts, favoritism can be a significant reason that your client chooses not to work with you. Now, although uh, many businesses require that you provide any family or business connections that could influence or sway a purchasing decision, it's not always 100% foolproof. In some business sectors, an attractive representative is all that it takes to open doors and walk in, getting the business all because of favoritism. I've seen this happen several times in my professional career, and when a company makes a decision based on favoritism, it typically will backfire on them in the long run. Now, the best thing that you can do is stay visible to the client and offer solutions because really that one day, and it will come, when that attractive rep is gone, they're going to remember who remained faithful to them. The next group of reasons that you and I can experience rejection from clients is due to representative reasons. Now, these reasons you should take personally because they're things that you can improve upon. If you've previously worked with a prospective client and you did not present yourself as best as you could, well, you need to own that. Take responsibility for your actions and let them know that you understand what you did wrong. Explain to them what you'll do differently going forward. A former manager told me years ago, when you mess up, get out in front of it, be honest about what you did wrong, and also tell them what you're going to do to fix the situation. Romans 12:18 tells us, if at all possible on your part, live at peace with everyone. Now, this includes everyone that you're doing business with as well. Ask them to forgive you and ask for any opportunity to prove yourself again. Now, if your client is adamant about not doing any work with you again, you may just have to accept it. If you have done what you can to make it right, stay faithful to God and ask him to open the door to work with them again in his timing. But until that event occurs, find other clients and customers that you can work with and provide excellent service. You work unto Jesus. And if you're doing that, chances are you're going to make all of your clientele very happy. And because of that, they may even become references for your reformed business behavior. The other representative reason your client has rejected working with you may just be a lack of experience and expertise. You know, thankfully, this is something that you can change with hard work and professional development. The difference between your level of professional knowledge now compared to when you first started in your role is probably significant. However, there's always going to be people that are more seasoned than you. Instead of becoming pessimistic about that type of rejection, turn it into an opportunity for development. Paul wrote to his protege, Timothy, in 2 Timothy 2.15, Make every effort to present yourself approved to God, an unashamed workman who accurately handles the word of truth. Now, Paul was talking about studying God's word. However, the principle of studying and developing your understanding of your craft glorifies God. It will open doors for you so that you can use the skills that he's given you. Never apologize for trying to learn more than you knew the day before. Always be learning and keep a teachable attitude. As we close out this series, please know that rejection is never easy to endure. However, as believers, we can confidently present our hurts and feelings to God and ask him to heal us. Whether it's rejection from a leader, a coworker, a client, allow God to bring your situation full circle and give him the time required to turn things around. If you're dealing with this type of rejection, join me in prayer. Father, I thank you that you've given us the ability to work with our hands, to be diligent 
And sometimes when our clients choose not to work with us, well, that can hurt. So Father, right now, I pray for that one that's listening. Maybe they lost a big deal that they were counting on, or they have a customer that just wants to have nothing to do with them, or maybe they're dealing with favoritism issues from a competitor. Father, I ask, remind them of who provides wealth. Deuteronomy 8.18, you're the one that gives us the power to get wealth, not this customer and not this client. Father, I pray that you would give them an avenue to which they can learn and they can increase in their understanding. Father, I thank you for this. In the powerful name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to The Greater Work, a Christ Worker Ministries podcast. The Greater Work is supported by hardworking listeners just like you. To learn more about Christ Worker Ministries and how you can become part of our growing outreach, visit ChristWorker.org.